Welcome to the Keep Going Soulful Podcast. This is a monthly podcast where we talk about how to add self-love in your plans and life. We also sprinkle in a little astrology as well as our own life experiences that has led us to self-love. Take what resonates with you and leave what does not. This podcast is for general information and entertainment purposes only. This information should not be used in place of physician's advice, therapy treatment, or any other professional advice. Please refer to appropriate professionals in your area for any personalized advice or treatment plans. This is our first podcast together. I'm excited. Yay. Yay. All right. So this is the Keep Going Soulful Podcast. And yes, I, I just I just feel so excited because this is a new adventure with you, Beverly. And we've been we were talking beforehand how excited we were and nervous, but this is such a great adventure. I feel like we're gonna it's gonna be amazing. And I'm really appreciative of you and grateful that you're here with me because you know it's been a long journey to with this podcast, and I just really feel like I said before to you in private and in publicly, like, I just feel like this was meant to be and I'm super excited and thoughts, thoughts, questions, comments, concerns. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm really, really grateful to be here. Like when you initially asked me, you were like, you know, don't answer right away. It's totally fine. And I sort of like took that in and just kind of sat with it. But every time I, you know, took time to bring it into mind, I would just get like elation, like a little kid, you know, just very excited. Yeah. It's, and it's just so exciting to be, be on this podcast with you because like we get along so well and we're both Gemini's and it's just great. So let's go into who we are a little bit. And I'm Janie and I, my real job is a teach high school teacher and my side hustle job is a self-love coach and a, a holy fire Reiki master. And, you know, I do meditation practicing as well. And, you know, just here on the self-love journey. And I live my, I try to live the most authentic life that I can. And that is what I am trying to do. And, you know, through this podcast, just sharing my life and who I am and helping others one podcast and day at a time. So, yay. <laughs> Hey, so I'm Beverly and I hail from Boston, Massachusetts. During the day, you can find me in the correctional institution. So I work in law enforcement and most people picture that as like, you know, the cold and unforgiving justice system, but there are actually two sides to it. So you have the cold and punitive and then the other side is restorative, which is what I'm a big fan of. Unfortunately, you can't use it in every scenario. And like Janie, I have somewhat of a side hustle and that's how we connected was through the self-love coaching program. We're both certified in that. And I do tarot readings. That's one of my favorite things. It's been kind of a big part of my life over the last 11 years. And I'm actually stepping out publicly to do it more frequently because I had started in 2019 and then the whole shutdown in 2020 caused me to sort of go inwards. So I'm excited to be here with you all and kind of, you know, sharing the day-to-day journey and sort of 
things that had an impact on my life and got me to where I am. And a lot of the stuff I feel like as I share it with Janie, she literally cannot help but piping up by saying me too. So different for me, I'm also a pug mom and a mom to a little boy. I love astrology and meeting new people and reading books. I love it. I love it. And I have two cats, Waffles and Penelope. And pugs are just so freaking cute. I love pugs. They're just little faces like this. Yeah, there's something about them. And they have like, I don't know if you want to call it like a cult following, but I feel like the owners are like unique individuals that really, really get into it. I have a co-worker friend. She moved from our school, but she has like three pugs and it's just so freaking cute. And one of them is just, he's blind and he's, he's just so resilient and he's just like living his dream. He's living his best life in Maryland. And it's just great. It's really nice to see like people who like just love animals. And so, oh my gosh, I'm a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's like, oh, really? It's hitting. I feel, I feel pretty grounded. I feel pretty good. I, 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 yeah, I'll get like, like, I'll get there where it's like, I'm gonna, you know, it's just a new journey. I think, like, in the topic of today, and I'm kind of jumping a little ahead of time, but I'll go back to the beginning. Um, the topic of today is what is the self love journey like? And it's like, part of it is the nervousness of the change. So let's go to it to our first little segment. It's called a self love affirmation. And this affirmation is I love who I am and who I'm evolving into. So I believe this so entirely about myself. I think this is the journey of self-love is evolving. And if you're not evolving through self-love, you're not doing it right. I feel like in my soul, because you always have to evolve into a better version of yourself. I don't know if, you know, there's a tip top at the mountain, but you know, I feel like self-love is just so evolving and changing. What about you, Beverly? I feel like that's a really good one because, you know, as people are changing and evolving, it's to bring in the self-love piece would be like how to you, you know, sort of support yourself while you're growing and changing, because we have to admit like growth and change is really, really difficult. It can be really, really hard. It can be life altering. Like oftentimes if one is refusing to change, you know, the universe can just step in and, you know, sweep the deck and literally you feel like your entire reality just fell apart. And for me, the self-love piece would be how do you support yourself during those times, whether it's small change, you know, big change, all of that. I love that. Definitely. That's just like, it just resonates with me because like the, the small changes is, is not all about the big changes it's about the small changes too. And like your everyday life that you don't really, it's kind of like you're on autopilot and you're, you don't realize that you're, you know, you aren't implementing those small changes to your life and bringing more self-love to yourself. I love that. I love that. You ready yeah, for your, cause people are like cre- creatures of habit, so to speak. Yeah. So even with respect to 2020, you know, I was listening to another podcast and the person speaking was saying, you know, essentially people's routines were disrupted and they didn't know what to do. It was sort of like, you know, you had way of life one way and suddenly it just was like completely changed. Yeah, definitely. And I think part of the journey of that is kind of like, okay, are you going, you can, you can like mourn that time that has been like kind of lost or whatever, but how are you going to move forward with it? 
And how are you going to use the circumstance to make, you know, a valuable change in your life? It, for a lot of people during that pandemic, it, it's still going on, but, you know, during that time, it was like, okay, are you going to thrive? Or are you going to just wallow? And a lot of people chose to thrive and open businesses, did like a bunch of artwork. Like it, it was just amazing to see all that. So I, yeah, I, I resonate with that a lot, a lot. Yeah. Wow. You got me my feelings now. Thanks. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> hey, that's, that's what it's about. You know? Yeah, exactly. The real you talk. Wanna, yeah. The real talk. Uh, you want to go forward with the astrology forecast? Mm-hmm. I'm excited about sure. this. This is new. I love it. So I just put together kind of like a general overview because, you know, as we don't really want to be going on and on. So for those that would like to go deeper, um, one of the astrologers that I do follow is Yasmin Boland. Um, So right now we're actually midway through Aries season. So when you look at Aries, it's sort of like the beginning of the Zodiac wheel. So it's keep in mind like the word beginning, right? So we're in springtime. It's a good time to, you know, cultivate the seeds to start thinking about things that you want to start, whether it's new projects Um, and Aries is the fire sign. So you want to get in touch with what lights you up. What are you passionate about? And, you know, with the warm weather coming back to the Northern Hemisphere, it's like after the cold winter, right? Because essentially wintertime is a time to sort of rest and, you know, dial it back and kind of batten the hatches and, you know, sip hot cocoa and relax. So now it's like with the weather changing, it's like you can step out and start, you know, getting back to doing things. So we do have two new moons this month. So that's kind of interesting. Often it's just, you know, one new moon and one full moon so the first new moon actually is happening right now and which is in Aries and the other one will be happening at the end of the month which will actually be an eclipse in the sign of Taurus so again since we're in Aries it's a good time to create mantras and you know sort of think about the things that you want in your life and then the Taurus one it would be you know, start considering what you'd want to do around your finances. Like, can you think of new ways of like spending or saving? Can you pay more attention to what's going on with your money? Because, you know, Taurus is kind of like the money sign. It's, you know, your things, your possessions, your home life. So Mm -hmm. that's a good time to start thinking about that at the end of the month. And then the full moon in the middle of the month is in the sign of Libra. So that's like considered like the relationship sign. So you can kind of check in and see how your relationships are going and see what areas could you improve, you know, because it takes two to tango. So you have to ask, you know, are there negative relationships? Can you possibly change them? Is there anything that you can do? Because if you picture a relationship sort of like you know, if one person is growing and the other one is not, then oftentimes the relationship can become stagnant. So those are some things to be mindful of. And then right in the middle of the month to wrap it up, we actually have a conjunction of the planet Jupiter and Neptune. So the good about that would be Jupiter is the planet of expansion and higher learning. And then Neptune is divine and poetry, soulmates, meditation, So this would be a good time to start a meditation practice or strengthen your current existing meditation practice. And then the opposite, because, you know, we live in a world that's duality. So you take the good, but you also take the bad. There can be a lot of disappointments, deceptions, disillusionment. So, you know, with Gemini, like we're really, really good with disillusionment because sometimes we look at life with the rose colored glasses. So oftentimes, you know, if you take those glasses off because you're, you know, always trying to see the bright side, disillusionment can actually hurt. So try to think of ways to support yourself as 
you know, the truth comes out. So that's oh, about man. it. It's just a little blurb of what's going on. I I love like like hearing all this is kind of like okay, well, let me prepare for this. Now yesterday it was yesterday the new moon, correct? The Aries. Right. Yep. But the yeah. energy of the new moon usually lasts like three or four days. And that's so. what I like about like new moons and like even full like moons in general, like they just last a couple of days. So you still can harness that energy as you move along. So you said Taurus is about like money and Libra is about relationships. I actually did not know that. And so I learned something new today. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, really. Uh, Libra is like um, communication, relationships, mm-hmm. um, balancing, right? Because mm-hmm. the sign is like the scales. Mm-hmm. I so like that. Of, like fairness, like how to bring mm-hmm. fairness to the table. And it's interesting that Taurus is doing that with the money stuff because like there has been a lot of talk in education recently because of like um, teachers are leaving, right? And teachers are leaving because of pay. And there's been kind of rumors going around that you know, teachers may get a raise this year because of everything that's going on. So I hope that that new moon works for us. Is it a, a new moon eclipse, as you said? Yeah, that's at the okay. end of the month. So it's considered, so, um, I think they call it the black moon. Yeah. So I hope that, you know, decisions are made and because things are kind of a limbo in my world. Um, not like I'm going to stay at my school and everything. And I, I love my school. Um, it's been hard for everybody. I mean, everybody in education around the world, it's been kind of hard. Um, but um, it's good to have that kind of in my, my, my mind, just thinking, okay, well, what will Taurus help us and how will Libra help us with our relationships? Not only like with our partners or whatever, friends, but at work with like yeah. authority, you know? Right. And so that's, wow. Okay. I love that. I love it. And, you know, I need to look into that, that, um what was her name that you quoted um uh yasmin bolin yasmin bolin i like that i'm gonna she does a lot of work with like astrology and like um working with the moon so if you want to learn more about that i was just putting it out there i love that yeah thank you for sharing that that's really cool so the next thing is the self-love planning tip and it's kind of simple i want to keep these simple each month um just make a list of activities that truly bring you joy and pick one to do this month that's really simple to do like even if you just do it once say that you did it and you know maybe we'll add another one you know next week or whatever whatever you want to do the the issue is is not the issue but the thing is that you have to be mindful of is adding self love to your life and you have to be active in doing that and you know it could be a journal like you're journaling positive affirmations. It could be even the mud mask, you know, it could be because you maybe you haven't taken care of your skin because you're stressed out and you're tired. Sometimes physical actions help a lot with self-love and then the internal stuff will follow through if you put in the work. So maybe while you have that little mud mask on, you can be writing a special note to yourself, or maybe you're writing a note to your, your um, friend or boyfriend or husband or whoever and doing something nice for yourself that's just the goal of it every day and if you don't practice it you don't know how to practice it this is a really great way to start practicing just go with one activity and then add on and then look at your plans look at your scheduling we all have time we just don't make stuff a priority so 
And sometimes we truly don't have time. Like, honestly, I get that, you know, like health professionals, teachers, things like that. Sometimes there's just no time, but even one minute, like Melanie says from the self-love, um, self-love lifestyle, like even if it's just one minute you have, take that minute, do what you got to do to step back, relax, you know, take a one minute open eye, open eye nap. Sometimes I do that. I'm just kind of like dozing off in my classroom because I just need to just, uh, you know, at, at just conference. that midday pause, you know, yes. just really, really recenter, recalibrate. Exactly. So that's really, look, start small and then just, you know, keep going. And if you continue to keep going, it's going to get easier over time. So it's just, you have to put in the effort to make it work, I guess. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. <laughs> so just make it work. That's pretty much it. Make it work for your life. Do what you got to do. I have to say, I love how you like tied that in with the astrology because you were talking about, you know, doing what lights you up and what you're interested in. And the sign of Aries is, you know, looking at what are you passionate about? And you, ha- and you have to, I feel like I'm an Aries rising, right? So for me, it's like, I have to be passionate about the things I do period. That's also a Gemini thing, because if you, if you don't care, you can't make yourself do it. (laughs) No. And it's in general, like, why are you wasting your time on things that don't make you happy? And it's hard to have that conversation with yourself, you know, but, you know, let's dive into the topic. What does self-love journey look like? It looks like work. Sometimes you're putting in the work that sometimes it's not that pretty because you have to acknowledge dang, I'm, I'm kind of rude sometimes, you know, and you just kind of have to take that step back and be like, why did I react this way to a certain person or situation, you know, but it's so beautiful after you do the work because you add like, you know, awareness to yourself. I feel like, what do you think? Yeah. Because for me, like awareness is sort of like the tool that you start with, right? It's sort of like start becoming the witness and like noticing yourself. So it's like, notice your actions, try to notice your patterns. And another thing is like, notice how your inner voice actually talks to you because you have to sort of see like, what sort of tone does your inner voice have? Because oftentimes people can have an inner voice that was developed in childhood. So I've done exercises where teachers have said, you know, try to see who the inner voice sounds like and then you can sort of pinpoint like how does that person actually treat you you know interestingly enough it could be a parent it could be a caregiver it could be like an early childhood teacher like someone that you know had an impact on your life and if they were a little bit critical sometimes you know that can sort of stick with you and it becomes your inner dialogue so every time you do something it'll be like oh well you could have done better or you know, you're not good enough or just, you know, really it doesn't support you. And I find that the, the inner voice that does support you, it's really, really quiet. So sometimes you have to kind of get a little bit still or clear your mind and you'll start to hear it like talking to you. And another um, sort of tool that you can use is notice when you are supporting others, right? So if you have a friend who's going through something and you may, you know, give her ways to look after herself or tell her, you know, that it's going to be all right. So that's actually your higher self speaking. 
So when it's there, like, you know, giving you what to say to the other person, try to take that and say it to yourself. I love that. Yeah. Because we're the, like, the, I, I don't know about you, but I'm my worst critic and the people like people think that like, you know, their words hurt me. Yeah. They hurt me when you're mean to me, but you know, who's more wor- worse to me is myself. Yeah. I have the same issue. Cause that sort of stemmed from, you know, the childhood bullying. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, if I'm meaner to myself, then what they say won't hurt as much. And then like my issue sometimes and something that I'm working through, like just journaling and reflecting. And what I'm trying to do with my own life is just kind of when I feel it bubbling, that Aries bubbling, it's like, ooh, I'm mad. I really try to just remove myself, take a time to go breathe. Because, you know, I grew up, you know, a little different than, you know, everybody grew up differently than everyone else, but like anger usually was the first response. And now for me, it's just like, I got to like, take a step back. Don't react immediately. Go breathe it out. Think about, is this worth the anger? Is this worth the time? And then that's actually helped me quite a bit. um, Just because like, you know, it's not productive to just have a meltdown all the time, you know? And it's also not productive to hold it in all the time. So that was, that's another thing that I've, I've noticed that I do through, is like, I just hold in my feelings and then I explode. And then it's like, yeah. that's not productive. And that's not productive either. So for me now making that transition of like, okay, I'm gonna, uh, I'm upset about what you just said to me. Like, okay, for example, I had a kid call, um, said that my class was boring and I was annoying. All right. Okay. That's fine. I could have reacted and be like, well, no, 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 no. I did not do that. All I did was like, I, I just take a deep breath. I went, (gasps) I said, okay, I understand. If your intention was to hurt my feelings, it's not going to work, but I respect your opinion and you know, it is what it is. So the kid looked at me kind of surprised. Like I, like, I guess because she's done it to other teachers, which she has. Um, uh, Cause I checked in with like another teacher who was next door to me. And it's like, okay, well, you know, I know that kid is just probably, you know, going through something or I don't know, or maybe just, you know, you know you how kids are. They just say things just to put a rise out of you. Yeah. And for me, it's like, you know, it is what it is. This is the, the opinion of a child. And I just have to not take it so personal because sometimes teenagers, especially will just say things without thinking. And it's just kind of like, okay, I'm just going to let you be, I, I forgive you moving on, call it in a day. So the following day, it just actually happened this week. So the following day, she was happy talking to me and everything. And I was like, okay, that's, you know, I open, I, I, my doors open to everybody. I, you know, support everybody. So I, I noticed that change this week where I was directly, like it was to my face, which I appreciate, by the way, I appreciate that directness. Um, it's better than going behind your back and talking. It's just literally said it to your face, which is great because I needed that 
to practice mm. my self-awareness. That was the lesson from the universe that I had to yeah. like, you know, you need to practice your anger. And so, you know, I feel like this week was a really great week of self-awareness, acknowledging you're going through pre-menopause, okay? You're going through this, these changes of self-love within yourself and you are actually starting to love yourself even more. And, and I just, I just feel proud of myself because like you, like the childhood bullying because of my disability, like that did not stop until like high school. It looks differently now in adulthood because discrimination exists, et cetera. But um, that's something that I carry now. And it's just kind of like, okay, this is a good thing. And I think once you go through those um, instances where like life is like putting it in your face, kind of like a test, it almost feels like a test sometimes. How are you going to react to this now? So-and-so is talking less about you. How are you going to react to, to this now? And so it's one of those things. And you see it in high school students all the time where they're like, I love high school students because they teach me about self-love. Yeah. Because they're just like, I'm not going to accept this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to deal with this. The problem is, I agree with that. However, the problem is some of them go to physical violence and that's not cool. And so in my classroom, I've been trying to like, okay, physical violence is not the, not the way to do this. Is this worth it to you? And I just kind of go through the same processes. I don't impose my beliefs or spirit or anything like that in my classroom. So don't get it twisted. Anybody who's listening, but I do talk to them like logically, how is this appropriate? And how is this logical? What's going to happen in the real world when you actually get out of here? If you do this, you're going to go to jail. <laughs> so right, it's right. kind of, it's kind of think about these lessons that your life brings you. I know this is long-winded, but I'll get to the, I'll get to the end in a second. But, um, you know, just looking at those lessons and taking them and taking that step back and doing that breathing and think, okay, this is where they're at. This is where I'm at. How am I? I can only control myself. So at the end of the day, you can only control yourself. How you conduct and how you react and act. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you're going to have to sit down with yourself and how do you want to see yourself in a day or two days? Because I hate when people say like, oh, people can't change in a week. Life events change you in one day. You know, I had yeah. a, a very, very bad experience. I'm not going to go into it in my life that changed my life in one day. And so it's kind of like, you know, you do change. Um, but now is the time to like, you have to put in the work to change for the better. And that's a lifetime thing. And you're going to make mistakes. So, and we'll get to that in a second, but questions, yeah. comments, concerns. I feel like a teacher now. Questions, comments, concerns. <laughs> no, it was like really well done. And I had, I like how you pretty much gave the example of how you witnessed yourself. You're like, you know, anger was big growing up. And instead of just continuing the same pattern of just reacting with anger, you were able to be like, all right, this is how I'm going to do it differently. I'm going to step away. I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to, you know, address what's going on as opposed to just exploding and just going out, you know, with a bang, because exactly you have to ask, you know, 
sometimes anger is called for, right? Like sometimes it's necessary because once an individual gets angry, they know that something needs to change. Mm -hmm. That's what it's sort of like uses it as like the warning signal. Like, okay, something's not right here. It needs to change. Exactly. instead of just brushing it under the rug, it's like the person needs to have the courage essentially to be like, all right, whether it's in a relationship or it's something within life, something needs to change and then go ahead and address it. But oftentimes, sometimes people don't notice and they don't notice like, okay, I'm triggered. They just get angry and just, you know, let the angry train run. And it's like, you need to know when to sort of rein it in and be like, okay, I get that I'm angry, but what can I do about it? And what can I do with it? Why am I triggered? Because I find, you know, just noticing, you know, interactions out there in the social media world or whatever, it's like people get triggered and they're very quick to blame, very quick to be like, it's everything else. It's not me. And it's like, but what did you contribute or do? Or why are you triggered? It's up to the individual to manage their own triggers. Yeah. I'm sort of noticing that's not really happening. But yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. And it, and it's just it's a it's a very hard lesson. That's a hard lesson for people. And it was for me. I had to learn the hard way. And I had my emotional outburst, which I'm not gonna go into. Um, but um, but it was part of the journey. It's part of the journey. And like, we have to understand that we make mistakes and you're not going to be perfect. And if you expect people in your life versus social, whether social media people or real life people to be perfect all the time, you're in a rude awakening <laughs> because yeah. no one's perfect. Right. And, and I think we have to like it obviously depends on the situation it's kind of like council culture like it's justified in situations right right um it's also justified to forgive somebody who makes a mistake because they're human you know and you know and and i'm not talking about people who are like doing horrific things that needs to be canceled immediately that needs to be you they need to go right I'm talking about the general every day. Somebody makes a mistake, says something hurtful. And I'm not even talking about racism or like that. That's a whole different ballgame. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about your general every day. Like your friend says something bad, bad about you. Okay. Or they assume something about you. Those kind of things that I'm talking about, not the major things in life that are justified to be angry at. The general things I'm talking about is like, you know, your friends, your coworkers, whatever, assuming things, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, those general things. And I think like we have to take a step back and kind of see, okay, is this a pattern with this person? Number one, right? For me, it's like, is this a pattern with this person? If it's not a pattern with this person and they've always shown me good intentions in the past, can I forgive them? And that's something that I cannot answer for anybody. You have to answer that for yourself, but that's how I'm kind of going forward with my journey. Because again, self-love is self-awareness and it's loving others. And as they are, as they are. And again, you can't put people on a pedestal. Oh, that's where the disillusionment comes. You put them on a pedestal, boy, when they come off, man, that Mm -hmm. hurts. Yeah. 
it hurts like 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 no other and i think we just need to i mean like just acknowledge that we're going to mess up no one is perfect maybe betty white was because that woman's an angel but you know there are people in our lives that are just like they're just don't they're just so spiritual they're just so like kind like but the some of us are not and we have to accept us for who we are with our flaws and the and the issue is each of the parties involved needs to take responsibility and that's, that's how i one. feel and that is tough i've had to take you know responsibility for my crap you know my stuff yeah because you know it's you know and i'm tough on myself i'm really tough on myself like i'm so tough that like i just like i cry sometimes like am i truly a horrible person but because of the work i realize i'm not a horrible person i just make mistakes mistakes just like the next person does and am I going to forget, I, am I going to forgive myself and am I going to forgive others? So that's kind of where I'm at with my journey. Um, everybody else's journey is going to look different. And I know I spoke a lot and I appreciate you listening, Beverly. Um, you know, but that's just where I'm at right now. It's like, I just want to accept people where they're at and I need to accept myself where I'm at and I need to improve for myself, not for anybody else, but for myself. Well, I mean, a little bit for my, for my family and friends and things like that, that that's, you know, that's it here and lie. we have to have that, you know, we also do it for other people too, but the 99% of it is me. I want to do it for myself so I can get better so I can keep moving forward and helping others, et cetera. So that's where I'm at on, on my journey. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like for myself, it's, um, sort of like you said, practicing like the radical acceptance and not being so hard on self and not being so perfect. I was actually reading a book the other day. Um, the author was talking about how perfectionism actually cuts off one from love. Because if you're so busy trying to be perfect, you can't you know, love that because there's always room for improvement, right? You can't just be like, oh, like I'm trying so hard to be perfect. And And then the other problem is, you know, using perfectionism to gain acceptance, right? So it's like, oh, if I'm out being perfect, then I'm lovable. So that's not actually like a thing. You can't be out seeking acceptance. And then to sort of backpedal onto where you were talking about, you know, people not taking responsibility and whatnot. um, I find with that, it's... um, sort of like goes on to a dirty word, which would be codependency, right? Because if Mm. you need someone else to change so that you feel better, like that's not a thing. You can't expect others to change in order to appease or make you feel better. Ooh, I felt that. I felt that. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of, you know, widespread knowledge about codependency because if you try to touch on it people say well I'm not codependent you know I don't need to be with someone all the time and it's it's not that it's you know if you need them to change in order for you to feel better or for your triggers to stop or for your you know issues to stop that's not it's you doing the work on yourself not getting someone else to change yeah 
And, you know, oh man, you got me and my feelings on that one. Because, you know, <laughs> like even for me, like before my journey, it's like, it's their fault. It's their fault. Everybody's, it's their fault. It's easier to play the blame right. game when yeah. oftentimes the other yeah. individual is our perfect mirror. Yeah. Because if you can sort of get to the place where you're like, well, what is it I'm blaming on them? Or what is it I'm projecting on them, right? Then you can see, oh, wait, that's something I actually do. And I I don't mm-hmm. feel too good about it, but they're doing it and it's them. Yeah. And sometimes it is them. Let's not sit here and lie. But, you know, we have to really take that step back and be like, mm, girl, you, <laughs> you, it's you sometimes. And it, that's hard. And, you know, just loving yourself though, that's just, it, it's such a hard concept, you know, like you would think it would be so easy just to love yourself, but it's not as easy, especially if you grew up in a household or with family or with like experiences, like you, you've stated, you know, where you don't, you didn't really have that. Yeah. It's like, you weren't quite accepted. Like it wasn't okay to be mm-hmm. you. That's really, yeah. really hard. Cause then yeah. you spend your whole life trying to be what others want you to be. Like you can easily fall into that trap. Ooh, so it's not yeah. easy. And then I find, you know, the whole, the self-love is the whole picture, right? It's body, mind, and spirit. And even if it's like, okay, I'm having a great time spiritually and, you know, being tapped in, tuned in, as they say, what about like mental health? How's that going? And then what about the physical body? How's the physical body feeling? Cause sometimes it's easy to get into, you know, the woo woo and whatever, and you sort of leave everything else to the wayside. Whereas for me, it's, you know, having grown up being like a curvy individual, it's like, it's really, really hard to be like, Oh, I love myself. And I want to say it was one of a shout out to one of our friends actually posted on Instagram the other day. It was like, you know, if you want to wear something like a certain outfit and your concern is how you might make others feel so you decide not to wear it it's like hmm, like yeah I didn't realize I was actually doing that you know I want to say it was probably like late 2019 that I started wearing like example two-piece swimsuit because it was like oh my goodness what what are other people going to think and you know I've had a child and he doesn't exactly look that great and whatever and then it's like why am I like covering up and hiding when you know the sun is good for you example yeah and and it's so true um it's like that quote I don't know if you've seen it it's like it's a it's in the mirror it's written in the mirror and it says like uh society be yourself and and then the following society says not like that yeah it's like only so much is acceptable Mm -hmm. and I find that a lot in people and I just entered I don't know what it is about 40 I'm about to be 41 in June and you know what I don't care like I don't care anymore I think it's that I want to say it's that it's having you know the confidence that comes with age that it's just like you know what meh Cause like, I'll see other individuals just wearing what the hell ever. And I always say to my friends, like, oh, I wish I had her confidence. Like, I wish I just, you know, got on with it. And then I'm like, why am I not? Why am I wasting time telling them that? Why don't I just do it? Yeah. And it's like, you know, for me, because I've always, always been the outsider, like since. Yeah. Same. Like, cause of my, my disability and how I walk and it's, oh, I've always been the odd one out. So sometimes like for me, I 
like again, I think it comes with age and learning and learning the self-love process. And again, it's going to look different for everybody. But for me, it's like, I think 40, so my, one of my coworkers, old coworkers did not lie about this. When you turn 40, you start to see like the value of who you are. And obviously it's different for everybody. Some people may not, but um, just, you just see the value of your life and you're not going to start, you're going to start living your best life. Like you're going to sh- start shedding those ideals of like your thirties, like your twenties that society has. Yes. Peeling you. back the layers. Yes. All and the I'm stuff like, that was thrown on top to the you yes. that's like was born yeah. perfect. And for me, it's like, well, I've always hated my body. I don't hate it anymore, but growing up, it's like, why can't I, I was very skinny growing up and that's what I had going for me. I felt like the because society at the time, oh, you're skinny, we accept you, but we're not accepting you because how you walk. Mm. So now how growing it's up, like, like the uh, little caveat, you know, it's yeah. this, but, <laughs> but that, but now it's like, you are curvy and you don't have a disability. We don't want you. Mm. And to that, I say, I'm going to want myself. And I have other people who love me for who I am. And that's taken such a long time, Beverly, to get to this point where it's like, some people are like, oh, you have a lot of confidence. You're intimidating. Honey, I have to be. I have to be this confident sometimes because if I don't, I will drown drown in my feelings. And I don't want to do that. I want, in the feelings of fear and doubt, those kind of feelings. And if I don't practice this confidence, you know, it's not fair to me. And I, I want to be confident. And I'm not saying confidence as in cocky or like confidence as in I'm better than you because that's not cool. I'm saying confidence that I know my value. I know my worth. And I know I'm a generally good person. And people will say or do or whatever, but I know it you know, and the people who know me know it. And so now it's just like, I'm just going to embrace it. And I don't care anymore. I just don't care. Like if you don't like how I walk, I don't care. If I make you uncomfortable, I don't care because I'm still going to respect you. I'm still going to treat you with kindness unless you start discriminating against me, then that's a whole different story. Right. But I'm still going to treat you with, uh, it's like killing with kindness. That's what I'm going to do. And yeah. And that's the, the phase that I'm entering now into my self-love is like, you know what? I love Star Wars. I love, I love, I love, uh, I love planning. I love these things and no one's going to take that away from me. No one's going to take away who I am anymore. Y'all done that so much already. You're not going to take it away from me anymore. And y'all is, is like a general term, like the bullies of my past, my fears, my doubts. That's what I mean by y'all. You know, no, I'm done. I'm living. I'm going to step into my light and yes, you know, live out loud, <laughs> live out loud. And that's, you know, that's what I want to do now. And I feel and it's taken a long time as you know, but you know, and I'm still working on it because some days it's, they're, it's harder than others, but you know, it's time and whatever age you are, whether you're 20, 18, uh, 50, 60, 80, doesn't matter what age you are, step into your light and be who you are. Because it's who cares what they think, girl. I'll applaud you. You tag me in your post. I'll applaud you right now. You know, like it's just 
I think we're really hard, especially as women, we're hard on each other, you know? Yeah. The competition is unbelievable. Yeah. And if we just accept each other, love each other, and you don't even have to like the person, but just, you don't have to spread negativity all around. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't know how to explain that, but I'm just or saying cut someone else down to make yourself feel better. Yes. Like not, the person like, may never hear you. Like you might be, you know, talking behind no. your hand and whatever, but it's, yeah. it's not necessary. No. And, and, you know, in life, if the world is evolving and a lot of things are happening and it's not worth it, it's not worth it. Just choose to be kind. And if you can't be kind, be quiet. That's all I got to say now. But I, mean, I feel like that's, that's a good mic drop. <laughs> yes. You know, just be kind and support each other. And that's all you can do. And like, but at the end of the day, you have to support yourself the most, not in a cocky way or a selfish way, but in a loving way. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Very good. <laughs> what do you think? I love it. Oh, what I love it. This was really good. Like a good conversation. Cause it's like, you know, even though it comes with age, it does come. So even if like, you know, an individual listening is like not feeling that great, it's like, do what you can for you and just keep going. It's just, yeah. Oh my goodness. I feel like I'm really in my feelings now and this podcast. Wow. What a great first episode. <laughs> do you have anything else to add? I don't think so. I'm just, again, really grateful to be here and really great to share space with you. And I'm so sorry. I, pre- I feel like I spoke a lot. <laughs> hey, it needed to come out. It, this is what we're here for. Yeah. Thank you so much. And we don't have any general self-love coaching questions, but maybe next time we will have some. Um, but, you know, if anybody's listening and what advice would you give somebody this month? like? And on their self-love journey. I would say for those that are starting out, you know, again, just be the witness and start to notice those patterns and stuff. And then for those that are in it, you know, first of all, celebrate yourself. The only time you should look behind you is when you're looking to see how far you've come. Because one of the things for me was starting to notice even, you know, Janie, as you were talking about, hey, this is how I used to be. And this is how I do it now. It's like, when you start to notice those, like it can literally be like mind blowing. Like you can be in a situation, you're literally sitting there like, damn, like once upon a time, I would have just been losing it and, you know, attacking whoever I could attack or do something or just, you know, having a meltdown. And it's like, I'm not, I'm here. And this, you know, stuff's hitting the fan and I'm okay. So just notice how far you've come. Like, I'm the type of person who just keeps going and is like, okay, what next, what next, what next? Cause then I don't have to sit still and feel. So I've recently, it's like, I've sort of been taking the time to sit and feel and notice and get back in touch with myself. So yeah, those would be my pieces of advice. I'm going to take that advice. (laughs) That's amazing. Oh my gosh, Beverly. This hasn't been so good. And I feel like this podcast is therapeutic just a little bit. Yeah. Just to bring about, you know, the real topics and then how to sort of work through them and, you know, where we are as individuals and 
just having that ripple effect and knowing that others that have similar stories, you're not alone. Exactly. Whether it's, you know, being the lone wolf or, you know, the one that was bullied or just felt like you never fit in anywhere or you have trouble managing emotions or whatever, like you really are not alone. Yeah. And that's the important thing to understand. And that's my kind of advice for April is that know that you're not alone. You got people who you just gotta, it takes time to find your, your people, but you have people. Yeah. Yeah. They're out there. They're looking for you as you are looking for them. But in the meantime, get in touch with yourself, you know, really get into those passions, what lights you up, you know, and then just to really bring back our affirmation, just, I love who I am and who I am involving into. Yes. And just know that it's a journey and just keep going. Like if you need to sit and wallow and do it, like do it. Cause sometimes the only way out is through you have to go through it so it's like don't try to run away and you know if you find yourself being too busy like busy is actually a trauma response sometimes because then you don't have to sit still and feel the feels so just notice these little things yeah that's that's some facts yeah oh wow yeah because like I used to be so busy all the time like I would drown and work but that's for another another topic. But yes, yes, I love that so much. I know it's like we've already like spent a lot of time talking about it. But oh my gosh, yes, I love that so much. Beverly, thank you so much. Thank you, Janie, and thank you to all the listeners and anyone yes. who's tuning in wherever you are. Yes, and we appreciate you. And I hope like this podcast at least something resonate with you. And it doesn't matter what it is. I hope something resonated with you and that you, you know, you feel that self love and you know, and shout out to y'all who are living it every day. And, you know, we're living the dream and moving on. So, all right, guys. So next month, um, I think our topic, I don't remember what our topic is next month, but I think it's like, um, let's go see real quick. It's planner season. So, you know, your girl's will be very happy. Uh, me, cause I love planners. And we're going to plan for self-love next month. So I don't know who the guest is yet, but we'll get there. And I'm just so super excited for to doing this with you and going through a journey. We're learning from each other and from others. So this is really awesome. So any last words before we sign off? Nope. Just thank you so much. Be in the gratitude and have an amazing day. Yeah. Have a great one. Have a, have a safe and positive April. Y'all take care.